This is episode three. Episode three of the Commuter Chronicles. I now have a Twitter feed, which I can't remember, and I haven't written down, and I wouldn't read anyway because I'm driving, but I'm sure if you just search the Commuter Chronicles on Twitter, you do the work, um, and you'll find me. Um, This episode is all about technical, the technical side of thing of recording a podcast. Now, the Anchor app is very simple to make a podcast. You record, you put some music on, and then you can post it. You can add interludes, like musical little stings and jingles. Um, And I chose it because I, as I've said in the first episode, uh, I've made radio and TV, and I kind of like the idea of rejecting doing a really polished edit because that's what I was doing for my job and that's what I still do for my job to a certain extent and I really like the idea of just doing something that is very rough and ready that I just record while I drive and then post at the end and I'm hoping within uh, a few few years that I'll be able to have one of the most uh well, I suppose one of the biggest podcasts, but not big in the sense of a massive following because I'm being realistic, but big in the sense of a podcast that has more episodes than any other podcast, and that in itself would hopefully uh, make it of value to someone at some time in history. Um, I know it was a crazy idea, but it's so easy to make that I don't think it's too ambitious a goal. The quality of this podcast is terrible. The sound quality is awful. I was listening back to some episodes last night and I was laughing at how bad the quality is. And this is because uh, I am using a a Huawei uh, hands-free kit from my Huawei phone. I really like my Huawei phone because it's the cheapest smartphone I've ever bought. It did everything that my previous one that cost four times the amount did um, until I dropped it in a lake. But this Huawei um, is fine. It cost me £200 back in the UK, and it does everything all my other smartphones have ever done for a fraction of the cost. But the hands-free kit is terrible. Uh, so the sound quality of this podcast is terrible. But I've got some really good news if you are enjoying these podcasts. I've had one listen to both of, both of my first episodes, so thank you, whoever you are. Um, I have some much better professional sound quality, uh, sound recording equipment on its way it's in a shipping container currently docked on the east coast of the United States of America with all of our worldly possessions Uh, and in there I have some really cool tie clip mics or lav mics as they call them in Canada and America and other countries uh, that basically are much better quality they're produced by Sennheiser which uh, if you know anything about microphones, you'll know what Sennheiser is. Um, and I will be using that microphone. Uh, it's very simple. It will be clipping on and will not distract me from driving. So if you're from some kind of local law enforcement agency and you're... Wow, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you're listening to this and you're planning some kind of sting on illegal mobile podcast recording. Um, then you've got nothing on me. Um... You can come, you can pull me over, you, you can befriend me uh, in a Donny Brasco style uh, and ask me about how I do it and then maybe sit in, in the car and watch me do it and you'll realise that all that money and time and effort of going undercover was wasted. Uh, because 
it will still be the same as having a conversation while you drive, which is perfectly legal. Um, so I'm hoping that this podcast can cause some kind of controversy in the press. You know, uh, is it legal to make a podcast and drive? What are the ethical ethical implications? You know, like AI and self-driving cars. Is is there? Uh, what does it mean for humanity as a whole? And is it just dangerous? Um, I'm not sure. The other thing you'll notice is I've been saying um a lot. And when I listened back to the first two episodes, I realised that I was just saying um all the time. Uh, ordinarily, I would have edited those out, but because of the approach of this podcast, I refuse to edit them out. I am just trying to make a conscious effort to say it less, uh, which will certainly be a bit of a learning curve, but I will self-edit. I will edit as the words leave my mouth rather than after they've left my mouth and have been recorded. So those are just some technical notes. The quality will go up once the shipping container is in port and has been released by the immigration authorities and I've filled in all the paperwork and it's been delivered to the house and I can find the right box because there's a lot of boxes and you've got three kids and a dog and lots of well lots of stuff that you probably shouldn't have shipped over you probably could have just thrown out into a skip but you know we had a shipping container we filled it with whatever we had even bought some new stuff to put in there why not if you you know you want to get your money's worth out of your shipping container then that will be arriving and i will have a much kind of a much bigger sense of production value of quality of this podcast being worth your time and effort I do believe that it's worth your time and effort. I still think it's very valuable, and you will learn a lot from it. It's currently 25 to 8 in the morning for me. I'm driving on my way to work. Um, I thought I should probably speak a bit more about my commute, because, well, you know, it's called the Commuter Chronicles. I'm sure that people who are interested in cars and commuting might have accidentally started listening to this, thinking it might be an interesting podcast about the science of traffic or uh, amazing stories around the world of people who've had crazy things happen to them while in a commute but they were wrong it's just a man talking to himself I feel like this route to work is one of the kind of moments in my life where I get some calm and peace and quiet and is a great time to record a podcast. Hey, there's somebody in front with a number plate that says Pat30, um, which I believe is a, a great number plate. It could be a man called Pat or a lady called Patricia. They could be 30. They'll have to renew it next year and get a different number plate as they get older, but it's still pretty, uh, pretty good. Personalised number plates here are a lot cheaper. There's not a, a crazy, crazy market like in the UK where you can pay £30,000 for a number plate that says John um, here you can just see if anybody else has got it and then pay it a very small amount of money in comparison and have a private number plate I'm not going to do it but other people can and they can if they want to it's well within their budget so my commute takes an average of 35 minutes I'd say sometimes I can do it in bang on 30 
sometimes it takes me about 40 uh, it took me an hour and a half earlier in the week Tuesday I think because I filled my car up with gasoline and my card had been cancelled by the bank for no reason so I had no way of paying for it uh, and I spent 45 minutes on the phone to the bank in 28 degrees heat which is quite hot for me um, quite hot for what I'm used to uh, stressing politely being angry with the RBC operative on the phone and then apologising to her saying it's not your fault you're trying to help me uh, that's just you know it wasn't her fault she was trying to help me but I was hot I was sweaty I wanted to get home my tea was going cold and my average of 35 minute commute had been ballooned massively to my frustration if I was recording the podcast at the time I would have rolled on it and maybe would have had some really exciting fly on the wall perspective of me calling the bank and ranting but I wasn't doing it then so you've missed out on that you'll just have to take my word for it as it being a real dramatic moment in my life and use your imagination to fill the blanks in and use your imagination to delve into the wonderment of that situation I've got a big metal cup of coffee which I never used to do I always just used to drive and not drink anything and then I make a drink when I got to work but here everyone carries a large metal cup of coffee with them everywhere um, I've seen people bring them to work they keep them with them all day in work and top them up with coffee from the coffee machine and then they take them home so it's kind of like a, an intravenous coffee supply uh, or hot drink supply uh, but I cannot get the hang of it I fill up with coffee I put it in the car I don't drink it I leave it in the car I get back in my car I realize I've got a full giant mug of metal coffee that is cold uh, and then it stays there for three to four days it smells really bad I empty it out and go I'm gonna make coffee today and I'm gonna take the mug and be like my colleagues and uh, a Canadian and I'm gonna have another go at this and I'm really gonna stick to my guns and I'm gonna intravenously take coffee all day from my metal cup and then the cycle continues I leave it in there for four more days and we go round and round um, I'm going to open it and have a drink mmm it's horrible so I, I don't know if I don't really know how that became a thing I don't know how people felt the need to bring a mug that is their own mug, refuse to use the mug that has been provided for them by the workplace, um, and then to always sip it and keep that with them at all times. Um, it seems like a... It seems almost like chain-smoking, I guess. Um, and instead of lung cancer, the risks include bowel cancer, I guess, from too much coffee. But who's to know? You know, may, Maybe it's like red wine, if you maybe it's strengthening everyone's hearts um, and they just haven't done the research yet to back that up uh, but I just can't get the hang of it if I want to drink I just go and make a drink and then if I don't want to drink I just don't drink I can go for at least three hours without having a drink um, which I feel is wasn't something I could have put down as a real skill until I moved to Canada 
where it seems like if you can hold out for three hours without having a drink, you're some kind of beer grill survivor, uh, a human camel of, of, of sorts, who doesn't need to drink coffee constantly. Uh, the weather year is crazy. Everybody loves to hear about other people's weather. Um, so, yesterday was cold, about 15 degrees with, with a bit of rain. Um, and the day before was 28. Now, today, the weather has started off. It's 8 degrees at the moment. It's quite early in the morning. But by lunchtime, it's going to be 25. And then it's going to be 25 tomorrow. And then it plummets back down to 10 on Tuesday with rain. So if you're ever going to visit Atlantic Canada or the Maritimes, my suggestion is to bring a cross-section of your entire wardrobe of clothes because you can literally have all of the weather that ever existed in, in, in a single three-day period. It's just the way the weather works here for sure. Um, I quite like it though. You get a few really hot days and you go, oh, why is it so hot? And then before you know it, it's raining, it's, the temperature's dropped, it's nice and cool again, and then it heats up again. So I kind of seem to like the cycles of going round and round and round, of compl complaining about the weather, then getting the weather I desired when the weather was bad, and then wanting the bad weather when the weather is good. So it suits me down to the ground. I can moan regardless of whether it's nice or bad and then switch my argument completely and then moan until it turns back again. Um, I did start a Twitter feed. I think I mentioned that earlier. I think it's at the commuter CH1. Now I didn't choose that username. It was randomly generated by Twitter and I think it's really confusing to say. It's really confusing to remember. So just search the commuter chronicles in twitter and you'll be fine that's all you really need um i plan on using twitter to have a social media content strategy related to this podcast which basically means i'm going to post pictures and links uh, over time which is generally how you use social media um, i'm a big fan of instagram which I use for personal choice, um, but my account is private. It has pictures of my kids on there. I don't want any of you to see it. It's my life. It's not this podcast. Um, so don't look for me on Instagram. I won't add you. Uh, I will block you. Or just ignore you. But I won't block you. The interesting topic that I thought would be good to discuss today, aside from the many interesting things I've already said over the last 15 minutes um, was crazy things that people do while driving. Hey, I'm recording a podcast while I'm driving. What other crazy things have people done while driving? Well, um, I was going to do a bit of research on the toilet this morning before I left, but I didn't. Uh, my dog had a bad stomach and needed to go out and it was pretty bad, so I had to deal with that. So, how about things that we could do? Is it legal to make a TV show while driving? Yes. Look at Top Gear. That's all they did. 
was film each other saying things like whoa and um, this car is fast uh, for a, a long time and they then they obviously Jeremy Clarkson had his meltdown and they switched to Amazon and then Joey Tribbiani took over and they're still doing it two rival shows uh, so yeah you can make a TV show and drive at the same time I guess you could make a radio show because it's got to be exactly the same as a podcast um, they do have radio cars for the BBC which is if they need to do an interview they'll drive a radio car to the house of a politician or celebrity or person of interest to the news with a big aerial on the top they can sit in the back and do a live interview with the station um, can you cook food while driving? probably not that would be pretty bad um, you could attempt to brew beer while driving it's not the same as drinking and driving because you couldn't get drunk off the beer as you brew it in an early form it's just hops and barley and water so uh, maybe with the help of a passenger you could have a small mobile brewery um, the police technically couldn't do anything because it wasn't fermented and wasn't alcoholic at that stage it was just a uh, a drink um, although you couldn't actually do any of the brewing yourself because that would involve a lot of concentration and you couldn't look at the road so but a passenger could um, I suppose maybe these legal loopholes legal loopholes where you can do things that sound illegal but aren't and that would be uh, one of them I guess um, I probably should have done some research because that's kind of all I've got um, I, I like to keep these podcasts short I think a podcast should definitely be less than 20 minutes when it's as pointless as this one when I'm just thinking of things off the top of my head you don't want to hear that for an hour uh, even 20 minutes is pushing it I'm taking this time away from your life and if I'm going to steal time from your life by you listening to this podcast then at the very least I should minimise the impact on your life so um, I'll try and do some research and this is the end of my podcast episode 3 the Computer Chronicles find us on Twitter I'm not going to tell you the, the, the tag you find it yourself and I'll be back soon with episode 4 maybe on my way home from work later this afternoon maybe tomorrow I don't know